Welcome to You Are Not A Goat. If you want to follow your passion and do what you love, this is the podcast for you. Without further ado, here's your host, Slimy Zions. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of You Are Not A Goat. My name is Shlimi Zions and I'm your host. Welcome back to the show. It's been so long since we had the last episode. Almost two months. So much has happened. I've been traveling like crazy. Thank God, uh, almost three weeks ago, my wife gave birth to a beautiful, healthy baby boy. So that has been keeping me busy. And I have not had much time to do a podcast. But this is something I love doing. I've been getting lots of messages from listeners all over the world, and they've been asking, when is the next episode going to come out? So today I jumped on it and got something done. Really excited to share it with you, because this week we have a woman named Gina Lyons, and she and her husband did something outrageous, spontaneous, and super crazy. I don't want to spoil it for you, so just take a listen to Gina Lyons, and be amazed. Hi, Gina. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Wonderful. Thank God. Hope all is well by you as well. Yes, yes. All good here. Okay, so I I came across this crazy story on the internet where you and your partner, husband, bought a hotel. Can you just give me a little bit of background about yourself and start me off with this story? Okay, so um, my so me and my husband got married in June 2017, and we went to uh, Italy to get married. We had a big old wedding, 150 guests. It was a lot of fun. And then about six months later, we booked our honeymoon to go to Sri Lanka and the Maldives. Um, It was like a month-long trip, uh, backpacking. And on our sort of second week, we went to a place called Tangal. And it was the day after New Year's Year's Eve, so it was New Year's Day. And when we arrived, um, all the staff were hungover and the place was a mess. And it was this little sort of uh, treehouse-type beach place. Uh, called Reggae Zone, Um, and it's tank of weed, (laughs) and all the staff were clearly still drunk from the night before, and it needed a lot of of love. And we sat on the beach, and we started chatting to one of the barmen uh, called Izaru. We call him Izzy, Busy Izzy. And we were like, this place has got so much potential, this could be so good, Um, you know, we'd love to own a place like this. And he said, well, funny enough, in June, the lease is up. So uh, why don't you come and meet the owners? And as we were drinking more and more rum, we just convinced ourselves this was a great idea. So later on that evening, when we were quite drunk, he arranged for us to go and meet the landowners to discuss taking on the business. Um, They didn't speak any English. We didn't speak any Sri Lankan, so we just got more drunk. And we woke up in the morning with a signed contract going, oh, holy beep, and we had... Uh, bought a, a hotel on the beach in Sri Lanka. So you bought a hotel while you were drunk? Yeah, pretty much. And so we we came back to England and we were like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Um, right, okay, we're going to put this amount of money away, this amount of money. So every month, you know, 
my wages went on Sri Lanka, Mark's wages went on living. Um, and so January, February, March came and we put all the money and we sent it off to Sri Lanka. And then the next day I found out I was pregnant. Um, and we felt like completely irresponsible parents straight away. We were like, oh no, we sent all our money to Sri Lanka. Um, uh, but yeah, and then we, and then when I was about five months pregnant, we booked a trip. You know, the exchange had been done. It was June. Well, I think it was about five months pregnant. Um, it was June, and we finally got the keys to the place. So we went there, and everything was left in a complete mess. Um, and we spent three weeks whilst I was pregnant and throwing up every morning with my mum, friend James, and obviously Mark, and the four of us gutted the place, painted everything, did woodwork, everything. And then we opened at the start of July. Um, and that was 2018. So yeah, we've been going we've been going for a while now and it's uh doing well. That's wonderful. So let me ask you this. When you were drunk and you were having these conversations, did you not think perhaps it would have been better to wait to the morning or anything like that? Yeah, probably. But you don't you don't when you're drunk, do you? You think this is a great opportunity. We need to do it now. And my husband and I are like the worst people to get drunk together because we we have a lot of fun and we just decide to do crazy stuff. So we felt like it was an opportunity that had to be done there and then. It didn't, in hindsight. Um, and, you know, it's certainly something we could have discussed over a clear head in the morning. But it happened. Right. And... When you woke up in the morning, was there a sense of regret or were you sort of like, you only live once, uh, that was awesome, let's do this? A bit of both, really. There was like, we felt that the price probably would have been better if we were Sri Lankan. Uh, it was a big responsibility to take on. The other side of it is we'd met these guys, we'd met a couple of guys that worked out there. One of them worked at Reggae Zone, which it was called. Right. And we felt that... Um, he would have done a really good job as the manager. So in a way, we were kind of like, you know, taking take on the business to give to him. Obviously, he doesn't own the business or anything like that, but he's managed it for us from day one. So, um, but yeah, you know, we knew we were doing a good thing. You know, we were investing back into the country. Yeah. Uh, we were supporting some locals there. We've never upset the locals in Tangal because they know that we don't take the money out of Sri Lanka. You know, we, I mean, maybe one take some money out, hopefully, because we spent a lot. But it really is just a, a business that grows there. We hire all Sri Lankan staff. Uh, we support local businesses. We support local drivers and tuk-tuk tours and, and uh, you know, people that do laundry and different restaurants. So we've always had a lot of support from Tangal because we, um, you know, we, it's not like we're just two British people that bulldoze our way in and said we're going to make loads of money and then take it out of the country. That's right. not what we've done. Right. So we so, like yeah. there really is a country that could use a lot of outside help. Yeah, absolutely. It's a frustrating country because they don't have great, um, they don't have great trade deals with places. So. If you want to buy a washing machine, for instance, it will be made in India, which is one of their neighbours, but it will come via the UK. It's just crazy. So 
um, it, you know, tourism is something that they could really excel on. And I hope uh, that they pull together as a country and really follow suit. Countries like Thailand, um, right. who, you know, 97% of their income comes from, you know, comes from tourism. So, you know, it's a beautiful country. Uh, they're very liberal. Um, you know, how, how they've handled a couple of things recently has, has been really beautiful, I think. You know, I thought, I think how they handled the sort of terrorism attack um, right. last year was really quick and speedy. And I think, um, I think it, it, you know, it, I, I hope it gets as much support as possible because it really is a, it really is a wonderful country. But yeah, it's not built yet for it's not built for business. There's silly things which I found quite fascinating. So if you want to get a drink license, okay. it will cost you thousands and thousands of pounds every year. And we couldn't understand it. We were like, I don't understand why this drink license is so expensive. You know, it's a seven bedroom, um, you know, little uh, beach place. And then the staff told us, oh, no, no one gets drink licences because the fine is only 50 quid, say. And it only, you only get one a year. Wow. So it's, there's the sort of things that don't make sense. You know, it's like... Um, yeah, it, doesn't make, it, wouldn't make, it wouldn't make any financial sense to get a licence. Just serve alcohol, get fined, and go on with life. Exactly, exactly. So the country's not set up... Um, their infrastructure isn't set up to support business or uh, even, I know there's a lot of breaks for uh, investors coming from other countries and stuff. Obviously, that's not our level. So when we're talking about huge multi-million pound hotels, I'm sure that you get given visas and tax breaks and all sorts. But, you know, from our experience, it seems a bit, some, some of it seems a bit backwards at the moment. Right. And let me ask you something. Going back to the actual purchase of the hotel, was there any way, like in the morning where you woke up, was there any way you could have gotten out of this or this was set in stone? I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure we could have got out of it. I mean, they, they didn't know us. They don't know where we're from. I mean, what they're going to do, send lawyers around. I mean, these are a little elderly Sri Lankan couple <laughs> that own five or six places that had um, been rebuilt after the tsunami. Um, so they were, you know, it, it, um, they were a family of land, um, and this uh, our, our place, funny enough, is, is at risk. If there's another tsunami, we're gone. We are literally on the beach, um, and we, we're wooden, <laughs> so we would we would be gone. I'm sure if we wanted to escape the country and, and never deal with it again, we could have. But you know, as I said, it was 50% panic and 50%. Oh come on then, let's do this. Let's let's give our let's try our hand at this and see what happens and, and luckily for us when I released the story of what happened in a, 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 a supplement magazine in the UK part of our biggest tabloid uh, the story went viral and got picked up all around the world so we've had guests from literally every country you can think of who have seen our story Yeah I was going to ask you about that because I did some research on the hotel and I looked at the pricing of what it costs per night um, it looks like yep. it's about $15 a night for two people. Mm -hmm. So the question that I would have is, how is it possible to make any money or is this just something, a side project that you enjoy doing? This is, yeah, this is a side project that we enjoy doing. I don't think we'll, we'll see our full return back. Really? Um, 
Yeah, no, we won't. Uh, we've probably got about four or five grand in our Sri Lankan bank account, which is when we've had a good month, we'll put a bit of money away. Um, but the investment was about 35 grand in total. How much? So 35,000? Yeah. Okay. Pounds? Um, we paid 15 grand of our own money, and then we paid the rest of the... It's a lease hold, so it's not that we own the land. We lease we lease the land and own the business. So we got it for a three-year deal. It was 10 grand a year. We um, we put down 15 grand and then we pay 15 grand after our first six months of business. Mm-hmm. So the business, first six months, paid for the next instalment. So we've got, we've, we've got rent-free, if you like, um, until uh, oh, 2022, is it? No, next year. Next June. So after that, we're going to have to either do a new deal or we're going to ask to be paid monthly or something like that. So, yeah, we won't see our return back, I don't think. But we've had a lot of fun doing it. We've learned a lot. Um, and we've, we've, we've supported a, a couple of great guys with it. So I'm hoping we can keep it on further than this and try and build back our investment over the next few years. Right. Well, why would it make sense for you to... Uh, run a business that's essentially losing money, even if it's a fun project. It's, like It seems like you're really invested in this idea of helping the people of Sri Lanka because most people would say, you know what, this is, this is a bad deal, I'm leaving. Yeah, well, the, it wasn't a bad deal to begin with because the country was doing really well with tourism and it had just won um, holiday destination of the year in, in uh, Lonely Planet and it was, it was on the up, but then it had a terrorist attack. Right. Uh, inside the country that happened, business crumbled. And obviously with the UK and Brexit, we've got a lot of less tourism coming out of the UK. And the mm-hmm. state of the country, you know, now coronavirus is going to hit, and uh, maybe not hit Sri Lanka because it hasn't been hit yet, but people are certainly travelling to Asia a lot less. Right. So we've just been hit with a lot of bad runs of it all, really. Um, but it wouldn't have been a bad investment. You know, on high season, the room is $50 a night. Well, it's $60 a night, 50 UK pounds. Oh, so now, there's, there's room season. for growth over there. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, you know, if we'd had the season that we'd had when we were out there, um, we would have made a lot of money. We would have probably made our return in the first six months. Um, but it just got hit with stuff. And it was just, you know, tourism took a big nosedive um, in general. Um, so, yeah, so we've, we've had a bit of a bad, bad luck with it. Rob, you know what? I think there's tremendous potential, and um, I really hope you know that this coronavirus thing will pass. People will get over the fact that there was a huge terrorist attack last year. And your story is amazing. I, I could understand why people would want to stay at the hotel that was bought when the owners, the new owners, were drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's a really fun place. You know, it's like it's different to every other place that we've experienced in Sri Lanka, and we travelled quite a lot in um, in a month. Um, it's really fun. It's got that sort of Thailand vibe. Yeah. Uh, we, do an, we do amazing food, amazing cocktails. It, you literally wake up and your window is overlooking the beach. So it is, um, it's an amazing little place to, to stay and experience. Um, and, you know, our guests have a lot of fun there. But if you have a look on our socials, on Instagram, we're at Lucky Beach Tangal. Um, you, you'll get a vibe of it. And it really is a fun place to, to stay. And we hope that we can arrange a deal with the landowners and maybe keep it on for another few years and, and uh, see what happens. And do you live there or are you managing this remotely? 
we're managing remotely. Uh, we were due to go over a bit more, um, but obviously I fell pregnant and then I fell pregnant again um, straight after having a baby. Um, so at the moment, we've got a newborn and we've got a 15-month-old child right. and it's all a bit chaos. I work in television in the UK and my husband works in telecom. Um, so, yeah, we've got our hands full. Hopefully we can get out there soon and see what's cracking. But we send a lot of friends out there, so that's good. That's nice. And, um, you know, one of the things that really resonate... I'm sorry? If you ever want to go out there yourself, you've got a free trip. Oh, thank you so much. I definitely, uh, God willing, I will try to take you up on that. I've traveled a ton in my day. I'm currently at my uh, 39th country. So when I do make it over to Sri Lanka, I definitely want to come stay there. And um, I just love the idea that that you guys were so spontaneous and jumped into this. Um, I think it, it it sort of makes me feel very alive, you know, that like people do that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and the story's still resonating. We just had a call um, two days ago from the biggest breakfast show in Australia and just did that. The uh, biggest what? Still, the biggest radio show in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, so things are still, you know, still happening and people are still talking about us, which is nice. And uh, we actually, we signed a deal with a LA producer last year to try and get this as a, a US sitcom. That hasn't worked, but it is something I want to develop. And I want to try and get out to Sri Lanka to talk to their sort of film embassy, because I think it would make a really good rom-com yeah. feature film. So hopefully one day our story can be on the big screen. Okay. Well, thank you so, so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I wish you much success. And I know, I know for sure that, you know, I'm a religious Jew. We believe as Jewish people that um, everything can change for the better in an instant. So I, yeah. I really hope and I believe that very soon things will be wonderful. You'll be able to raise your prices. Perhaps you, do you have room to extend the hotel? Uh, yeah, we do at the back, yeah. There you go. This could be a big thing. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, all you need is all you need is one. You know, just go viral one time, big time, and it changes your life. Exactly. And if there's any investors listening that want to make a movie, tell them, give them my email address. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. It's lovely talking to you. Same. Thank you so much, Gina. Be well. Take care. Bye. That was Gina Lyons, the now owner of the Lucky Beach Tangal Hotel in Sri Lanka. What a cool story. I don't think it's a good idea to buy anything under the influence of alcohol or make any life-altering decisions when under the influence, but I'm glad that she is happy with her decision. I know business is tough, but I believe that it can and will get better. And you know what? If she's happy with what she's doing, uh, if she feels good, you know, she's supporting poor people in an underdeveloped country. So good for her. Glad that's sort of working out. Um, obviously, if they were losing a ton of money, they probably would shut the place down, so it's probably not too bad. But again, that's not my business. I'm just here to share this interesting story with you. Additionally, if you want to learn more about Gina or the hotel, all that information will be in the show notes, so check that out. Now, regarding future podcasts, there will be many more coming up very soon, another one later this week. I'm going to perhaps try to do, uh, instead of one a week, maybe we'll start doing two a week. I know I haven't been doing any, but maybe we'll start doing two a week because... The demand is there. We have so many listeners from all over the world, so many different countries. Uh, Maybe in another episode we'll go through that. 
Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on the iTunes podcast store. The podcast is available on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Deezer, um, Podbean. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, we are there. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Please have yourselves an amazing Purim if you are celebrating and an amazing week. We will see you later. Be well. You are not a goat. The podcast for you.